headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. I'm your host, Jade Warshaw. I am joined by George Camel today, one of my favorite co-hosts of all time, Wow! author of the book, Breaking Free from Broke. We're taking your calls. The number's 888-825-5225. So give us a call, and we would be happy to help you out with whatever the concerns you have about your life in your money. But George, I have to say, I'm really excited because we have just recently announced a new event here at Ramsey Solutions. It's a big one. Brand new, new content, new talks. Total Money Makeover Weekend. That's it. Like I was waiting for like cheers and like cannons and Total Money Makeover Weekend. I'm really excited because it's really Total Money Makeover is the book that started really all of this hoopla, the baby steps, all of that. And so we're creating a live event weekend around that. It's May 10th and 11th. And as George said, it's all the personalities like we'll all be there. The goat himself, Dave Ramsey, will be there and we're all going to do all new content on really the same money concepts that we've taught for 30 years around here. So if you're you know, new to the Ramsey way of life, this is a great event for you. If you've been hanging out with us for the last 20 years, this is a great event for you. Give me some you. pep in your step. Yeah, it's, it's been like a, a while. rally. You know, Tonight a reminder of what you're doing this all for. That's right, that's right. So uh, it's it's here, it's here now. Early bird tickets start at just $99, but they're for a limited time. So make sure that you get your tickets now. You can do that at ramseysolutions.com slash events. But I'm looking forward. It's gonna be a different format than a lot of our other events. There's Q&A sessions. Yeah, this is a two-day event, Friday and Saturday. We got Smart Money Happy Hour live with hey, Rachel Cruz and I on go. Friday night. So we And musical experiences. So it's a whole weekend in Nashville. Make plans to be here. That's right. Get your lodging and transportation in the budget and come hang out with us. Lodging. I like that. Lodging. Yes. Again, go to RamseySolutions.com slash events in order to get your early bird tickets. I'll see you there. All right, let's go to Spokane, Washington, the city I was born in, to talk to Isaiah. What's going on, Isaiah? Hey, how y'all doing? Doing good. What's going on in Spokane? Uh, I am here in Spokane training to be a missionary pilot mechanic. Um, I'm in my second year. Okay. Uh, so my question is, is I have some money in a 529 college plan for my great-grandma. It's about 31000 Uh I've paid for school the last two years out of my personal savings, and my wife and I are making enough to where we could probably pay for school for the next three years of the program. My question is, is should I keep the money in the 529 or roll it over um, into some other investments? That way it isn't locked up um, and we have access to it to whether that be reimburse what we spent on school so far or to just make sure we have the funds to remain out of debt moving forward. I, I would definitely use the 529 to pay for college because if you wait and try to use it after the fact, whether you have loans or things like that, there's limits on you using that money to pay off student loans or anything like that. So if the money is earmarked for education, which it is in a 529, I would use that money and then you use your personal income and cash flow to do whatever baby step you're on. And if it happens to be investing, then you would use it there. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, So if I've already spent some of my personal money uh, for the 529 plan, can that come back into reimburse what I've spent or does it have to be current? and future college expenses what you spent um let's see 
you're asking if you can use the 529 to reimburse what you've already spent. I believe you can. Well, you'll have to look into it because they're different by state. Okay. And George, it looks like George might be looking at that right now. Yeah, um, I know you can do that against, like, if you get a scholarship, you can yes. then take that withdrawal against the scholarship with no fees or penalties. But as far as just going, hey, I paid tuition last year. Can I take the money out now? I'm not sure about that based on the plan. Mm-hmm. And I know that if it was a student loan, like, if you're like, hey, I have a student loan, I think you can only do, like, 10000 um, out of a 529 to cover a student loan per year. So there's some stipulations around that, which is another reason why from here on forward, I would just use that money to pay for education. Now you're, and that, that just frees up your income to do life, you know, do life on a daily and monthly basis uh, with your wife. So you've got 31,000 in the 529. Is that going to cover everything that you need? Uh, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, for the last two years, it's only been about 5,000 a semester, mm-hmm. um, which we've covered and moving forward, I've gotten a lot of really good scholarships and stuff. So even if I were to take it against the scholarship, um, I could definitely use that money. I had, a this year I had about 18,000 in scholarships I got. So, um, if what you mentioned, you can use a scholarship to take the money out, mm-hmm. um, in place of that. So yeah, we could definitely use the funds, um, and then whatever's left, forward. you know, if it, it can roll over to different family members. So if your uh, wife has further education, if you guys end up having children, depending on the state, you should be able to roll mm-hmm. it towards different family members as well. And the good news is over time, I believe a 529, by the time you're in your 60s, it becomes just part of your retirement, if I'm not mistaken. But there's some flexibility there. The point is when money is earmarked for a certain purpose especially when it's invested money, you definitely want to use it for the purpose that it's earmarked for because um, it's better off. Is Was there any other part of that that you had questions or concerns about? Um, no. Um, the only question is, is like if I were to roll it out or take it out for school, um, that would free up some of our savings money. Absolutely. Um, should I just keep getting, just grow the savings or should we start investing? Um, as a missionary pilot, I'm only going to be able to fly um, for missionary aviation until I'm about 63 um, in that field because they kind of cut you off before you get too old. Mm-hmm. Um, flying, flying isn't the easiest. Uh, so I was wondering if I should start investing sooner, um, knowing that I won't have to save as much for college because we'll be using that plan. Um, I was yeah, I mean, that would be a good idea. If you've got no debt, the emergency fund, you're able to cash flow all of your program uh, 100%, then you can begin investing now. But just make okay. sure, do the math on all this and make sure you're not going to get to year three and go, oh gosh, more expensive than we thought. Mm-hmm. So figure yeah. out all of the expenses needed, whether that's housing and textbooks and who knows what else are, is involved here. Mm-hmm. Is your wife working? Uh, yes, she works uh, full-time as a nanny, so that is one nice um Okay, and you don't have any debt? Nope, no debt. Perfect. Um, Will you be making money while in school? Uh, I work a little bit. My school is 40 hours a week um, and then homework on top of that, so it's not the most friendly to work as well, but I try to pick up stuff here and there. Okay, that's the part to think about is you may have a reduction in income, and so I don't want you guys to, you know, use up all that emergency fund because you're in school. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and I'd be I'd be working now with whatever money you have left over to build a separate emergency fund. Like you've got this five twenty nine money. What other money do you have? Uh, we have uh, about five six thousand in savings, um, and then our monthly expenses 
Um, we don't pay rent or utilities or cars or phone bills okay, or anything. Perfect. Our parents have, have blessed us with all of that. So perfect. our monthly expense is about $1,500 a month. So that's around that four month. Listen, if I'm you, if I'm you, I'm going to stock up that emergency fund in six months. I'm going to make sure I'm on an every dollar budget so I know what the plan is and I know what we're working towards. And for you, it's getting six months saved and eventually you'll be investing 15% of your income every month into investments and retirement. This is The Ramsey Show. You've been gazelle intense. You've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed. And now you're ready to make your biggest investment better. Blinds.com is a great way to dress up a room or your entire home. Whether you like do-it-yourself projects or you don't even know what a Phillips head screwdriver is, trust Blinds.com to take care of you like Ramsey would. You can do the measuring and installation yourself or let Blinds.com's professionals handle everything for you. Blinds.com offers a completely hassle-free experience. Count on them to deliver stylish window treatments from premium brands without the premium markup. And you can count on free shipping, free samples, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you can rest easy. That's why we've recommended Blinds.com for over 10 years. Shop Blinds.com right now and get up to 45% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm Jade Warshaw. This is George Camel, host of the YouTube show, The George Camel Show. George, how's that show going, by the way? It's honestly bonkers, Jade. I don't know. You know, January is always Popping a big off. month for all of our shows, but yeah. ours in particular has gone zoom, zoom, as hey. our friend Dave would say. And so right now, I don't know what's going on, but uh, we had a really strong episode with Dave. It was Millionaires in Cars Getting Coffee with Dave and I in a <laughs> Tesla and we went to his barn. It was there was behind the scenes. He made me a cup what? of coffee from a fancy coffee machine, and we was had a great good? conversation. Was the coffee good though? It was good. Yeah, I, don't I got know. no complaints. I, that felt like it wasn't that good. Well, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to dog Dave. You know, I got I'm very That's bougie funny. with my coffee, but very it was a great bougie. cup. So oh, we enjoyed. It. You can go gracious. check it out on YouTube. At, uh, just search George Camel with a K on YouTube, and you'll Camel see all the stuff we're up to. Love it. All right, let's take your call. By the way, you can give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225, and we'll answer your questions. So let's go to James in Cleveland, Ohio. What's going on, James? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. How can we help? So I make uh, about $80,000 a year. I have about... $85,000 in consumer debt spread out between a car payment, a personal loan, and some credit cards. Okay. Um, can you tell us Can you tell us how it spreads out, just so we know? Yeah. So I have um, 43000 on a uh, 2021 truck, 24000 on a personal loan, and then the rest is credit card. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Back in September, I started working with this company um, that is you know, supposed to negotiate with these credit card companies and the personal loan company to help uh, bring the oh, balance like down. these debt the settlement debt. relief companies? Yes, yes, oh, exactly. No. And so uh, just recently finding you guys, I'm coming to the horrible realization that this was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. And... To the point where most of these accounts are defaulted um, or, you know, not going to work with me personally. Um, so I don't really know 
where to go from there in the baby steps. Um, I have a thousand dollars fund saved, but as far as like tackling the debt, the truck itself is the only thing that's active, if you will. Is so it upside down? On every month. No. So we're selling the truck. First off, that's what I'm doing because a guy who's making eighty thousand probably shouldn't have a car that's more than half of his annual income. That's kind of just a rule of thumb that we go by around here. And I mean, yours is just a little above, but considering your debt, if I were woke up in your shoes, the first thing I would do is sell that car. And I love, you know, so many people call in James that are upside down in their vehicles and it kind of puts a wrench in the plan. I mean, they're still able to do it, but because you're not upside down, if you sold that car today, what it would you get? Real close regardless. Um, but I, I, my, my question with that would be is I travel for work and my vehicle is like my lifeline. Um, every six weeks to three months, I'm going to a different part of the country. Um, I build retail stores for a living. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, having, having a vehicle with a warranty was kind of why I went with a, a new vehicle when I purchased it in the first place. So you're, are you, you're hauling things in the truck because of your work? Like it's a work truck? Yes. So you're saying that there's no way that you could have half the truck, have a $23,000 truck do the same thing? Cause no, I, I guess that's not the case. Yeah, because I'm not, listen, I'm oh. not telling you that you have to get a, a $2,000 truck. I'm just saying I think there's a significant downgrade that you can do in this situation. And I'm saying sure. that that's what we're working up to. Thing one here is we're paying off your debt. That's what we've got. That's that's the house that's on fire. That's what we've got to be focused on. And part of that, the reason that your house is on fire is because you've got a $43,000 truck. So if we can yeah, knock that down like for the time being, a month or something. if we can knock that down for the time being to far less expensive, that is going to get you where you want to go. And then the time's going to come where you can upgrade slowly to get back to a $40,000 truck. Sure. So would I attack the truck, uh, get rid of the truck and then start working on this debt that's now going to collections and stop working with this yes. consolidation company? Yes, stop giving them money. So mm-hmm. what these companies do, James, and now you know this, is they'll intentionally tell you, hey, stop paying all payments on this. Yeah. Let it tank and then we'll try to negotiate the payment to make it lower, mm-hmm. which in turn just implodes your financial life and really doesn't solve the problem. And by the way, you could have done that yourself. Yeah, And so these companies are borderline scam, and I hate them with a burning passion. But yeah, we need to get rid of this truck and downgrade for now, which is going to free up a payment. You said how much is the payment on this truck? Um, It is $835. Oh, Lordy. Listen, James, $835. Do you know that's so much money? That is so, so much money. You're going to be able to make such great headway. Um, Before you sell the truck, obviously, you're going to need to set aside some cash that you can get a car in cash. And again, remember, this is just short term. Like, I understand everything you said about your your truck being your livelihood in many ways. But this is just such a short term sacrifice because with eight hundred and thirty five dollars saved up or, you know, saved in your budget every month, you're going to be able to pay off ten thousand, eleven thousand dollars in credit cards. Lickety split. You're going to be able to pay off that twenty four thousand dollar loan. Lickety split, because I know that's not the only money that you'll be able to free up to put towards this debt. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. And James, the other issue with using this truck for work, a new expensive truck, is that you are destroying the value by taking this thing on the road like that. And so 
you need to get out of this thing while you can and you're not underwater. He's lucky he's not already with the, yeah, with more, the miles. You'd put another 10, 20, 30, 40,000 miles on this thing and that value is just going to drop like a rock. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, that's yeah. that's your homework coming out of here. Your homework is, A, we tell everybody to get on a budget. So make sure you pull out an every dollar budget. That's just going to help you. That's your roadmap going forward. Um, and then number two, you're going to start saving up a little bit of cash so that as soon as possible, you can sell this car and have some cash to get just an just in the meantime. Because once you sell that car, it's going to take you a year to get out of this debt of le- or less. Eight, eight, I'm going to say eight to 12 months to pay this off if you get after it. Fair enough. Okay. And uh, yeah, and I'm not entirely alone here. I do have a fiance and two children okay. at home. Um, I have a seven-year-old and a one-year-old, um, so it makes it a little difficult for my fiance to, um, you know, help in the income endeavor. As of now, we don't really have strong support system around. Um, but as well, I don't think she up. should help you yet because you're not married yet. So until you get married, I do. Even though you might be living together financially, keep it separate. And this is your debt until well, you like guys do get married. Because her credit card debt is in total with that eighty-five. Okay. Okay. So thank you for the clarification for right now. When do you guys get married? We've been together 12 years. So, Oh, you've been together 12 years, but when do you get married? Yeah. Good question. Listen, James, James, you just flipped the entire script on us right here. You just ticked off the wrong Jade. No, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I just wish I had this information sooner. Listen, number one, get married and stop playing. If you've been together 12 years, you got two kids together. This is the woman. And if it's you not want the real wedding, and it's just not in the in the table. Okay, I get that, but literally just get the piece of paper because this is for legal protection for both of you. And if you guys want to do the party later, that's fine. But get the piece of paper so that you can combine your money and it's safe for both of you. Like just talk okay. her and be like, "Listen, girl, we've been together all this time. Come down to the courthouse with me. Let's get this paper signed. You don't even have to tell anyone. All right." That can be your little secret until it's, this is just to keep you safe under the law (laughs) of combining your things together. Because if something happens, you want to show that you were legally married. There's financial and legal protections with marriage. That's right. So that's You got some work to do, James. (laughs) James, thanks for telling us. You just, he just entered the fire by telling us last minute. 12 (laughs) years. Listen, get a Costco oh. pizza and a Costco cake and we'll celebrate later. But. Listen, they don't even have to tell anybody. Just go get the gum certificate. Don't tell anyone. And then when you you can pretend like, oh, we, we're, we set a date and we're getting married. Like nobody knows. At this point, they forgot. I mean, they, they're they like 12. It's been 12 years. Man. Everybody no around them thinks hope. that they're married. Yeah, mm. that's crazy. Listen, if you're listening... I don't care if you've been dating for eight years or 24 years. If you don't have that piece of paper and something goes wrong, you are not protected. Get married, get the piece of paper so that if something goes awry, the law is on your side to make sure you get your cut. Come on, ladies. This is The Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. 
You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm your host, Jade Warshaw. Your other host is George Camel with a K. Don't get it twisted. Mm -hmm. And we're taking your calls all afternoon long. The number is 888-825-5225. And we're coming, George, around the pipe to my favorite time of year. Not true. Tax season. (laughs) <laughs> it's a whole season, Jade. Like, we got birthday month, but it's tax season. Season. Yes. Um, I don't historically love tax season, George. I'm not going to lie about that. I. It feels stressful. It mm. feels like, all right, like, I got to start. You know, people are sending me papers in the mail. They're emailing me papers. I got to download the PDF and send it to my, you know. Well, at least you're tech savvy and young. You know, my mom, I got to show her how to get the PDFs downloaded and printed. It's a whole situation. The PFD? The old PFD. <laughs> no, I get it. I mean, when I schedule my tax appointment, it might as well be scheduling a colonoscopy. Man. Like, that's how it feels. Like, I'm just preparing my heart. It, it feels that. I don't, to come. I don't feel like we have to feel that way. I feel like that's kind of just the stigma of taxes, but yeah. I feel like it can actually be simpler. Oh, well, I like my tax. I got a tax pro and I've enjoyed working with them. So I'm like, I get to see them again this year. This will be fun. Get to catch up. <laughs> but, you know, they're all with the stigma, Jay. There's a lot of myths out there. And I True released that. a video on my YouTube channel called Five Tax Myths Broke People Believe. And uh, not just broke people. A lot of people believe these. Okay. And so I want to cover them real quick, the Sparknotes version. Okay. And then people can go watch the full version with all the funny memes and clips that we put in there and jokes. But this one's uh, less jokes. Okay. You ready for it? I'm ready. Myth number one, a tax refund is reason to celebrate. You've seen people bragging and the commercials are all like, woo! I'm going to Disney with my tax refund. Yikes. Here's what this really is. It's an interest-free loan you gave to Uncle Sam. Ooh. Yikes. Because that means you overpaid your taxes all year long, and they're just giving you your money back. So wait a minute. You're telling me that I loaned the government money, and they didn't even pay me interest on it? Zero percent is what you got. And then I have to file something in order to get my money back? Just to figure that out. That's a problem. So think about it. What could you do with that money instead if you had it all year long? If you had $2,400 refund... That's $200 every month that you could have been using to budget. George, listen, I know folks out here who are getting like $8,000 refunds. That hurts my brain. They are giving the government way too much. We already do that enough with taxes. Can we do a poll on that? Uh, I want to know like what folks are getting like put put in the comments, put in the chats. What you what is an average or like a normal tax return amount for you? I just want people to see the amounts that they're letting the government borrow. That'll be fun to see. So the goal here is to get it to as close to zero as possible. Yes. That's, you don't want to give too much. You don't want to owe too much. And you can just go on your W-4 and like change it. Like they've made it easier to change your withholding. Yeah. Yeah. So work with your HR team and you can adjust that form. And myth number two, it's bad to be in a higher tax bracket. Mo money, mo problems. People are always scared of making more money, Jade, because they're like, well, I might push me into the 22% tax bracket. I'm like, you don't, that's not how. It doesn't even work like that. It doesn't. And I walk through this visually in this YouTube video. We're not going to do it here, but tax rates are marginal. It's not your whole amount that's taxed at, yes. So Thank you, hey, George. This first portion of your income is taxed at 10%. That's this right. next portion is taxed at 12%, and it stair steps up. Yes. And so if you make an extra $2,000, you're not going to be just jumping into wildly right. more taxes. Help the people. you got to think about the effective tax rate instead of marginal. I'll oh, walk through that in the yes. video. Good. Myth number three. You've heard this one. Keeping debt around is good for the write-off. Yeah, bro. I keep my house payment for the tax write-off. You've heard people tell people, don't pay off your house. You, you'll lose the mortgage interest yeah. deduction. Uh, the numbers on how many people actually itemize, which, by the way, is the only way you can get the interest deduction, yes, that's is true. so abysmally low. 
Yeah. And Most they don't people think take about, the standard deduction. Exactly. And and you don't think about what you've been paying all year in interest for the <laughs> benefit and joy and blessing of getting a little bit back. So and then there's just the peace, right? Can we just just the, the peace of not of having peace. debt? All right. So don't spend a dollar to save a quarter. That's bad math. That's stupidity. And don't spend money to make money. You've seen the people who are like, I'm gonna buy a G Wagon for two hundred forty thousand dollars and write it off. Like a life hack. No, no one thinks you're cool. <laughs> Myth number four, you have to pay by tax day. And if you can't, don't even bother paying at all. You that's missed a, it. You missed the boat, That's Dave. a lie. That's a lie. Do you know what musical that's from? I don't want to embarrass myself. Dream Girls, but keep going. I was going to say Dream Girls, which would have been embarrassing. <laughs> so that's why I didn't do it. Uh, so yeah, you have options here. Don't ignore taxes just because you can't pay by tax day. You got to file anyways. Right. It's just have you filing the paperwork, right? Yes. And you can file an extension for the payment. Um, but this is, you, you got to pay as much as you can and get on a payment plan. Yeah. And if you do owe the IRS money, put it to the very top of your debt snowball. Ooh, good one, George. That goes to the front of the list because they can screw up your life and garnish wages yes. and take you to court. It's not, you don't want to do Guys, that. Guys, pay your... Pay your taxes. Please don't mess around with these IRS folks. Okay, keep going. Last myth, you're not smart enough to do your own taxes. Mm. Hey, hey, I have felt that. In, in times talk. past, I have felt that, George. Well, they got all these forms and all they ask you a billion questions. And so here's the deal. It's become a lot easier. And this one depends. Some people, it's wise to do it yourself if you know, if you feel comfortable. And yeah. some people, it's worth working with a pro. So online tax software can be great if you've got one to two sources of income. You don't have a bunch of non-retirement investing going on. Yeah. You're taking the standard deduction. You don't have any major life changes like moves or marriage or whatever. Babies. Um, online tax software is great. And we actually have one called Ramsey Smart Tax. There it is. That is wonderfully easy to use. It guides you through the whole process. There's no gimmicks. There's one price you pay, mm -hmm. one flat fee, and there's not this surprise there's no bait and switch. at the end of, oh, you have one extra form? We're going to get you at this one like the other guys do. Yeah. So they make it about. super simple, uh, upfront pricing. But I love if I, that. If, if I, like literally me, if, I, if I'm looking, I'm going, listen, I can't do my taxes. I got a small business. We just had a baby. Yep. His income is like that. Then you're it's looking for a pro. a pro. And we've got a whole network of Ramsey trusted tax pros all over the country who are ready to help you with that that you can trust they're not they want they have the heart of a teacher they want to actually educate you mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and so those two are great options so you can go check that out ramseysolutions.com slash tax our team created just an entire hub number one there's a few questions you can select it's uh -huh. going to show you the best option for you should okay. you file online which version should you work with a pro and uh, it'll give you the next steps there's also a great guide to taxes and some okay. great checklists, like prep checklists. I print this out every year from this website. So that you make sure you're having all the paperwork for your tax All pro. my ducks in a row. Because there's always one I forget. I'm like, oh, yeah, I need the, the yes. 1099i for the interest income yes. from the high yield. Say all of that is right there in the checklist. So you know you're, you're ready to go when you meet with the pro or you're filing online. I suddenly have less stress, George. That's the goal. That, that is, is the goal. So RamseySolutions.com slash tax. You know too much now to fall for these myths, y'all. And... uh Happy tax filing. I like to get mine done as soon as possible, truthfully. I am already there. Listen, last night as we were getting ready for bed, I was, because Sam's mom is an accountant. She's done our taxes forever. Bless her heart. And so I was like, did you send your mom the tax stuff? And he was like, yeah. I'm like, did you send her our giving statement? The giving statement, you know, you at oh, church, yeah. you give your tithe. That, that checklist, I now too am going to go download that checklist just to make sure, because there's always one or two things that slip your mind. And so it's nice to have that checklist to, to, to remember all those 
like you said, 1099i, all those little things. So, so go to RamseySolutions.com slash tax. You'll see um, my face. You'll see Dave's face. We're smiling. We're happy. And it says <laughs> you shouldn't have to doubt your tax service. So we've got all kinds of options. We'll walk you through. Should you work with a pro? Should you file? And at the bottom, you'll see the free tax guide. You'll Love see it. the personal checklist, even a self-employed checklist. Yeah. That can be stressful for those that are self-employed. Hey, listen. I want to roll back, though, George, to that myth number one about the refund being a reason to celebrate. I feel like people, y'all don't give yourself enough credit because a lot of people just view it as, hey, hey, Bonus George, money. this is this is how I save for vacation every year. Listen, it's easy. My tax refund comes and that's our trip to Disney. I really want to bust that myth up because you could literally keep that money in your account and have a better rate. You could put it in HSA, HYSA for 12 months and have a better rate of return Absolutely. than letting the government hold it for a year because you don't think you can save money for a vacation yourself. Well, too Got many em. people are complaining they don't have margin in their money right now yeah. with inflation. And I'm like, well, you have margin. You, you have just it. are giving it to the government all year and then you're getting it at the end of the year. Listen, so change your withholding. It's January. This is a good time to be looking at that. Reset. Whatever you've been getting over the past, you know, look back on years past, whatever you've been getting, take that number and divide it by 12. Like George said, that's the amount of money you could be having back in your budget every single month. Think about that, man. With inflation, that's groceries. That's gas money. You just gave yourself a raise. Okay. I love it. Significant. There it is. We ate our vegetables, Jade. We taught the people about taxes. Are you happy, James? James is never happy. (laughs) This is The Ramsey Show. You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm your host, Jade Warshaw. This is your other host, George Camel with the K. Your producer, James Childs. He just told us we did a good job, and that rarely happens. You know how rare that is? I mean, he said a good job. You guys are gaslighting me so bad right now. (laughs) It's like the dad who's never said he's proud of you, and then finally, 20 years in... He shakes your hand and says, He gives you a handshake, and he says, take care, buddy. Yeah, not a hug, a handshake. (laughs) Okay. I'm kidding. He pulls a quarter from behind his ear and says, go buy yourself something nice. Don't spend it all in one place, kid. (laughs) I love it. He's the best. The guys in the booth are the best guys ever. And the gal... And gal, yes, Ibu. Listen, they're really the ones that make this show happen. Let's be clear about that. Um, they, I can't imagine being on the front lines of screening the phones for this show. They whisper all the answers into our ear pieces. That would be amazing. <laughs> Give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. We're just having a good time. And let's go straight to the phone lines where we've got Mark from New York City, New York. What's going on, Mark? Hi, Jaden George. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. Uh, you guys are my heroes. Wow. That's awesome. We're you glad set, you're here. No, you got to set that. your sights higher, but I, I know, really right? appreciate that. <laughs> I uh, appreciate the, your time. Um, so I'm in a unique, in, uh, my wife and I are in a un- unique uh, situation. Um, we have about 1.6 in, um, in a brokerage account, uh, 43. Um, we have about a quarter million in um, uh retirement i also have i'm about 17 years in the uh, public um, retirement system pension system in my job okay um we have we owe about 260 on our primary and around 113 on our rental property okay and really what it comes down to is um after listening to you guys, I wonder if, if uh, I should use the um, the brokerage account to pay off the two properties and become truly debt-free. 
Um, we have no debt. Um, cars are paid off. Um, no credit card debt. It's just such a big decision. I'm just uh, a little... I'd like to get some advice. You just need somebody to kind of push you. It's like jumping out of an airplane. You just need the guy on your back to just jump, and then you go. (laughs) You know what we're going to say. Yeah, you know. The question is, what's holding you back? Like 373 out of your 1.6, you're still going to have $1.2 million sitting in that brokerage account. And that's uh, that's what my... my, advisor is saying uh however i just i i I got this money uh, initially from my grandmother when she passed away as an inheritance i feel like i'm the steward of this money absolutely and i i just don't want to do anything wrong with it i I pretty much we've basically quintupled the money and i know this is a great problem to have I, i just I'm so afraid of making the wrong decision um listen the good news for you is we teach we teach grandma's way of handling money like that's what a that's our whole thing here. So I, I never can, met a grandma that liked debt. I'm just me saying. neither. I think your grandma, if you if if you talk to her now and you said, "Listen, grandma, I took that money. I paid off all my debt. My family is living debt free. We're millionaires. We've got paid for real estate. Our own home is paid for." I think she'd probably. I don't. I don't know the woman, but my guess is she would be so very proud of you. I guess the only, the, 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 well, thank you, but um, I guess the other thing would be opportunity costs. With that money um, still invested, would it outstrip the, um, it would make more than it's, it, as an investment rather than, um, or is this more of a, just a um, emotional decision rather than a purely numbers decision? Well, there well um, is also the tax liability on selling those uh, investments. I, I'm, I'm wondering if that would, would be an issue as well. Well, are these going to be long-term capital gains? Yes. Okay. And you're not selling all of it. And so do the math on what you would owe in taxes, and we're going to set that aside as well. But again, you're still going to have over a million dollars sitting here. Mm-hmm. That money is going to continue to grow. Do you need to touch that money for any other reason? Uh, no, no, we've used it in the past, like to you know, the down payment on this, this our current home and things of, of that nature. But I, like I said before, I really try to keep hands off of it as much as possible. Okay, um, well, play it out. Think about this too. You have two mortgage payments right now. Take those mortgage payments and plug them into investment calculator. You're 43. Let's say for the next 20 years, you start to invest that much more into that same account. That's going to change right, the numbers right. for you. That's, okay. I'm guessing, a few thousand dollars you're now investing that you weren't before, correct? Yes, absolutely. I mean, it, it would definitely free up uh, cash flow that, you know, in a way that we've never seen before. That's for sure. And every, if you get, let's say, a 10% average annual return in this account, if it's invested well, that money's going to double every seven years. So 1.2 turns into 2.4, turns into 3.6, and you're still going to be, you know, what? In your 60s at that point? Correct. And that's if you do nothing else. That's if you just leave it alone and you don't put another dime in there. So right, you're going to be right, okay. Yeah. So I'm less worried about opportunity costs in the future, and I'm more concerned yeah. about Mark right now. In his, at 43 years old and the freedom and options he gets to have with his family with no payments in the world. It does sound very enticing. Maybe it is. Uh, I mean, I, I obviously, I, I, you know, I, I um, called up because I wanted an answer from people that I respect and trust. And I, I, to be honest, I probably 
I've gotten the answer that I expected. So what are you going to do, Mark? The do question is, it. what are you going to do? I, I'm going to do it. I, yeah! I'm going to make the call and um, Dude, pay it all we always joke, if become... you regret it, Mark, you can always go get more debt. Listen. You can take out against that all those equ- equity in your homes and get HELOCs up to your to eyeballs. It. That's right. But I, I don't I think you going to mention that we. I was going to mention that we have a low interest rate, but I know how that goes over on your show. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I, I, I keep that to myself. <laughs> Mark, I, my favorite interest rate is zero, and that's what I have on my house. And that's what you're about yeah, to have. Yeah. Rich people earn interest. They don't pay it. Exactly. And you are a rich okay. person. And you uh, rich your grandma person, yeah. left a beautiful legacy, and I think she would want you to solve for freedom. And this is what freedom looks like, man. You get the, the world is your oyster with no mortgage payment. You guys have done so well. 43 years old, net worth. I'm guessing we hadn't even heard the full picture. Man. With all what the properties are worth, plus the millions in these accounts. Excellent. Excellent. The way he's going to be able to give, save, and spend for the next 40 years yeah. is mind-boggling. That's exciting. It's so hard. You know, the, the, he's a math guy. Like, he's all into numbers. They're the, they're the hardest to remind about peace. Well, when it comes to emotion, I can get people to look at the math. But when people are mathematical, it's hard to get mm-hmm. them to look at emotion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to go, what would that feel like? And they go, well, I don't know, because on paper, it's a low interest rate. I can make a spread if I invested it. Yeah. And they're losing brain calories mm-hmm. and sleep over this. And I'm going, I got peace and no payments, man. Yeah. Try it out. See yeah. how you like it. I hear that. Let's ask Dennis. Let's help him out. He's in White Plains. Let's I think go. we can help him right quick. What's going on, Dennis? Well, it's not White Plains. It's West Plains. West Plains. West Plains. Sorry about that. I got my glasses she on. She was in a New York state of mind for a I second. was. I was. How can we help? <laughs> well, I see all this stuff and hear everything about the high-yield interest rates for the high-yield savings accounts. And I've been looking and trying to figure them out. And there's so many names I haven't seen anywhere before. <laughs> I am looking for some guidelines on what to look for in them in order to know I'm picking something that's going to work for me. That's a good question. I love that. Um, so is this where you're parking your three to six months of expenses or are you using it for another reason? Well, it's four to three to six months and for taxes at the end of the year. Okay. So that kind Not of short-term savings goals. Well, yeah. I'll tell you, there are a million out there, and mm-hmm. we don't have one that it, we've partnered with. I can tell you one I personally use, and Jade can do the same, and mm-hmm. Rachel Cruz can do the same. But what you want to look for here is one that has low fees to no fees. So no monthly maintenance fees, no ongoing expenses, and one that you have easy access to. And so a high-yield savings account is not like a CD. You can access that. It's liquid at any time. You can transfer it to your checking account. So those are the important things you want to look at. And of course, the interest rate. That's right. So what do you use, Jade, right Listen, now? Listen, I, I love a, an online account. I love Ally. There's not a lot of fees associated. Like you said, the money is totally liquid. I don't attach it to any debit card or credit yeah. cards or any, you know, any checks or anything like that because I don't want easy access to it. But at the same time, it's there if I need to pull it out. Exactly. I use one called Marcus. Again, we don't have any affiliation with these, but I try to find one that's also not tied to credit card companies right. and gross debt products. And, you know, that's hard to do in the banking world. But yeah. Ally and Marcus are ones that I've, I've heard people have great experiences with. So yes. just open one, Dennis, and set it and forget it. Set it and forget like it. Ron Papil, baby. <laughs> I love it. This is The Ramsey Show.